Welcome to My Resilient Life, the podcast, the place where we talk about overcoming, facing fears, and getting stronger in life. I'm your host, Coach D, a licensed clinical social worker and resilience coach based in Richmond, Virginia. My hope is that you will find our conversations helpful and meaningful. But remember, this is not to take the place of seeking professional help in your area. So now that we've met, let's talk. This is My Resilient Life. Hello, beautiful people, and welcome to episode three of My Resilient Life, here where we have consumable conversation on what resilience looks like in our everyday lives. I have been getting so much feedback about how these first couple of episodes have been helpful, so I just wanted to say thank you. Thank you all for joining. Thank you for sharing, and thank you for listening to these episodes and with friends, whether that's with family. I just want to say thank you. Now, on this episode, we're discussing one way to recover from heartache. Now, we're talking about heartache as it pertains to relationships. So, no no fear, you know, use this time to tune in for a little bit. This is for my relationship people out there um, who, are looking, who are looking for some feedback um, as it pertains to relationships. So, get comfortable, relax tune out the distractions. Now let's talk about these red flags. So in the social media world where we have been seeing more and more posts calling out these red flags and unhealthy relationships, you know, the ones where we can sometimes recognize after the fact, but choose to ignore at first. Yeah, those red flags. But it's a no judgment zone here, sis, because listen, I'm pretty sure most of us tuned in have experienced an unhealthy, toxic, or abusive relationship at some point. Now, listen, if this isn't the case for you, well, here's where you can insert your praise break because having to go through that experience um, with someone, whether that's being in a toxic situation or whether that's being in an unhealthy situation or an abusive situation, You know, it takes a toll on an individual mentally, physically, as well as emotionally. Now, I want you to stay tuned because at the end of um, this episode, as well as in the show notes, I'll also provide uh, resources if you have or or are currently in a relationship where you are experiencing abuse because we definitely want to make sure that you get the assistance you need or support you need. So let's keep talking. I'm pretty sure conversations about red flags are gaining a spotlight right now, of course, because it's October and October being Domestic Violence Awareness Month. So let me give you a little history about Domestic Violence Awareness Month. So this cause launched nationwide in October of 1987, which is a great year, by the way. Um, In 1987, it was launched as a way to connect and unite individuals and organizations working on domestic violence issues while raising awareness. But listen, check this out. This is the good part. So this year's campaign message is hashtag we are resilient. How awesome is that? I'm here for it and I'm here for all the smoke because if you have ever been in an unhealthy or abusive relationship, you understand 
the emotional and physical stress that keeps you in this powerless cycle of just feeling defeated. And what makes it so bad is by someone you currently or you once loved at at a point in a certain point in your life. But let's be honest, abuse has no preference of gender, age, or race, and it can happen to anyone. The other part of it is I I can say this, I don't think abuse or domestic violence situations are a strange thing when it comes to black families. Let's say that. If anything, it has become just it has become normalized to having to hear about other people's experience. So what about these red flags? Well, there are tons of red flags that could be present in a relationship depending on the people involved and the type of treatment, but let's discuss this list of 10 relationship red flags that I have outlined here. So number one, there is a lack of communication. Listen, I'm big on communication. If we can't have open and honest dialogue between about our thoughts and feelings, then that's a red flag for me. Um, now, if we have to start hiding and, it, and, if, and if we're in a relationship where you feel like you can't be completely honest, that's a red flag that you're, that is a space that maybe you can't be emotionally safe with that person. All right, let's keep moving. Number two, disrespect of boundaries. Listen, disrespectful of boundaries. Now, I'm going to say this. In order for someone to disrespect boundaries, there has to be boundaries put in place. And sometimes in therapy, I I work with individuals and a lot of times it is, well, what are my boundaries? You have to know them for yourself and have an idea so that you can enforce them for someone to disrespect them. But definitely number two, if someone disrespects your boundaries, that's a red flag. Let's talk about number three, a lack of trust. Listen, if we don't have trust, I don't know how far we're going in this relationship, whether that is a dating relationship, romantic relationship, whether that is a friendship, or even with family. If I can't trust you, listen, you're going to be pulling out all things insecure. You're going to be pulling out all things angry, skeptical, um, just so many things that are just not healthy in a relationship. So another red flag is number three, if there's a lack of trust. All right, number four. If the person is unreliable, I think that just self-explanatory. If I can't depend on you, I'm not sure if you're going to be there for me, then I that's a red flag. I'm not sure if I can completely be safe and vulnerable with you to have a healthy relationship. Number five, if there are some controlling ways, okay? So let's talk about control because in an abusive situation, it's all about the power and control cycle. Um, Sometimes we can be controlling and we can be our own red flags. We can have our own toxic traits. So checking that, making sure that, you know, if there's any controlling ways that you can recognize, that's a definite red flag in a unhealthy relationship. Number six, if, if you get those raised eyebrows from friends and family, that's a red flag. So typically, let me elaborate here. Typically, friends and family, you know, they have our best interests for the most part. And so 
if you start to get a lot of feedback. Now, I want to be clear here because you don't want to allow other people to dictate your relationship, right? But at the same time, if you start hearing from people who care about you and they start giving you raised eyebrows and um, kind of questioning the safety or the healthiness of this relationship because they see changes with negative changes within you, then I, that, I would take that into consideration. So number six goes to, if you start getting those raised eyebrows from friends and family about the relationship, oh, that's a red flag. Number seven, if the individual dwells on past relationships. So it's okay to reflect, it's okay to learn, but if the, if the other person always talks about, um, you know, oh, you remind me of this person that I was with, or oh, oh, you're acting just like so-and-so who did this to me, then that's a red flag in a relationship because it puts you in a position where you're always feeling like you have to compete against what that person had experienced. And that's not a, a healthy way to build a foundation in a relationship because you shouldn't have to go in, um, go into a relationship or constantly have to feel like you're proving yourself to someone else in a relationship. So. Number seven, red flag, if they're dwelling on past relationships. Number eight, I think this goes into it where if they make you feel insecure. So I know I know we all have some insecurities. Um, we all have some flaws because we're not because we even though, you know, we want to be like Beyonce and be flawless. But, you know, we have flaws, we have limitations and we have some insecurities. But if someone continuously makes you feel insecure, um, that's definitely a red flag because the foundation that we're trying to build to avoid heartache or heartbreak in a relationship is to be able to feel secure with that person. Um, so number eight red flag goes to if they make you feel insecure. Number nine, no compromising or apologizing. Red flag. If it always has to be their way or no way, or if they never apologize for um, hurting you or not considering your feelings, then that's definitely a red flag. No compromise nor apologizing because a relation, a healthy relationship isn't one-sided. It isn't all about you and it isn't all about the other person. Um, it is about being able to compromise and collaborate and meet each other in the middle to where both parties' needs are met. So if there's no compromising or apologizing, red flag. And the last one, number 10, goes to lack lacking emotional intimacy. So let me tell you this, lacking emotional intimacy, that's dedicated towards if a person is not able to emotionally connect with you, they are um, very standoffish, they are um, very, I would say, neglectful um, of, or being, of being mindful of things that mean something to you, of your feelings, validate If they don't validate your feelings, if they don't normalize or support you and your feelings, um, then that's a red flag. 
Yes, as we talked about before, it is not all about one person or the other, but there should be some understanding. It should be where we can talk about feelings and thoughts, try to find some understanding, some compromising, and also being able to empathize with you. So red flag number 10 goes to there's a lack of emotional intimacy or emotional connection. So these are the top 10 red flags that I have listed here in relationships that could help help us to be mindful of and recover from heartbreak as it return as it relates to relationships. So number one is there's a lack of communication. Number two, if they disrespect your boundaries. Number three, if there's a lack of trust. Four, if they're unreliable. Five, if they have some controlling ways. Six, if you get that raised eyebrow from your friends and family. Seven, if they're continuously dwelling on the past and on past relationships. Number eight, if they make you feel insecure. Number nine, if there's no compromising or apologizing. And number 10, if they lack emotional intimacy or connection. So there are times when these red flags are present, right? But for some reason, they get ignored. So, all right, this is the this is the question of the day. Why are the red flags, why are these signs ignored? So there's four things I listed here. This fourth, when I was thinking about this, four things I thought about. One is because we become focused on potential. Oh, that big P word of potential. But here's the thing. Potential is not a reality. So when we become focused on what that person could be, then it's easy for us to ignore the red flags because we get stuck. We we get sold on oh well what they could potential what they have the potential of being, but here again potential is not reality. Okay, so number two, why are red flags ignored? Two is dedicated to self blame. A lot of times we blame ourselves for being in the situation, for being in the predicament that we're in. And so we take on the self-blame role to help cope with being in an unhealthy situation. So we'll, we will ignore the signs, hoping for the best. Um, but a lot of times it could be because we blame ourselves for even being in the situation. Another reason why red flags can be ignored is if there's a, lo- a low self-esteem or a lack of confidence sometimes we may tell ourselves you know this is the best i can do for right now or i don't deserve anything better um this is what i chose for myself and so or i don't have the strength to start over or how can i start over um especially if there is a uh, in mesh relationship where it's been years and years of dealing with particular individuals having low self-esteem or a lack of confidence can have you ignore some of the red flags to stay in the relationship and then the la- another reason why red flags are ignored can be due to fear like fear of what happens after this at the base of fear is uncertainty and so if they're are a lot of questions if there if there are more questions that you have unanswered from leaving the situation then there that means that that there is that much more uncertainty 
And where there's uncertainty, there is fear. Because, well, even if I'm in an unhealthy situation or a toxic situation, at least I know what to expect. But when I don't know what to expect, you know, there it's rightfully so, there's fear there. Um, and so it takes, you know, just the support and improving your confidence and taking away the self-blame and just being focused on the reality, the truth of the matter, in order to overcome some of these barriers that have us to ignore red flags. And the more we stop ignoring red flags and being more proactive rather than reactive, we can create more healthy relationships. And if we're creating more healthy relationships, it doesn't eliminate or take away the effect of experiencing heartbreak or heartache in relationships, but it does make it a little bit more easier to manage and cope through and deal with. Um, So listen, as I'm wrapping up today's topic, red flags are always present. Just be mindful and adjust where necessary. And if you or someone you know is involved in an abusive relationship, and I want you to know that support is available. So remember, I'll also add a few resources that are in the show notes um, for you to access those resources if you need them. So make sure you subscribe, you rate, and you review this episode. Thank you so much for taking the time out to listen today as we talk about overcoming red flags and, and recovering from heartbreak from those from these relationships. So until next time, beauties, keep living a resilient life.